world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to start off this show. We're going to talk about the Alec Baldwin tragedy from the movie Rust in a minute. But what's more important is uh, today is Sunday, uh, and it's the 31st. It's trick-or-treat, right, Halloween. Uh, These are some very important dates coming up. So Tuesday is Election Day in New Jersey, and I'm I'm pushing everyone to vote. Uh, The last gubernatorial election in New Jersey, 37 or 32 percent of the registered voters actually went out and voted. Uh, We have to get Murphy out. We have to get Chitterelli elected. Do I love Chitterelli? No. Will he hold the line for four or eight years like Christie did? Sandy, you agree? Yeah. He will hold the line. He will not attack our gun rights. He's still, they're all the same, both parties. But listen, Murphy's already said gun control 3.0 after the reelection. And Project Veritas just leaked a bunch of videos. Uh, Murphy says that vaccine mandates and lockdowns are going to come back after the election. He knows he can't do it now because it will hurt him during the election. Mm -hmm. This is what we're facing. Also, he's giving, remember, I talked about this. I broke this weeks ago. Veritas just rebroke it, though. $40 million of taxpayer money given to illegals in, in the state of New Jersey that didn't qualify for the Federal CARES Act money because it didn't cover illegals because Trump had passed that. Right. And he omitted illegals. Okay, Uh, the Biden administration right now is proposing in 2018 illegals that were separated from their families at the border under the Trump administration. Each illegal is going to get four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. That broke across the spectrum yesterday. All right. Yeah. Four hundred fifty thousand dollars for you people out there. That were out of work last year during the COVID lockdowns. Remember when they said $1,200 was too much money for you? Yeah, right. $1,200 was too much money for you. You lost your job. You lost your livelihood. Your mortgage is in the rears. You can't pay your credit card bills because you don't have a job because you couldn't get a vaccine uh, for whatever reason. And now uh, those crawling across the border are going to get a quarter of a million bucks. Yeah, that's a quarter of a million dollars. You break the law and you're going to get money seems right you break the law and you're going to get money that's that's good that's how it works uh so listen we know murphy is a scum we know the legacy media is protecting him as of this morning the polls said that murphy was leading chitterelli by eight points so that means murphy is probably leading chitterelli by about three points the reason they want to show you a widespread is that you think it's a slam dunk and you don't get your ass off of your barca lounger and go vote right that's what it's all about. Well, that's what that's how we got what we got. Correct. And listen, is Chitterelli perfect? Absolutely not. But he is not an outright communist. And let's call it what it is. Communism is upon our door, 
ladies and gentlemen. Every sign, every factor. I get Cubans. I get Venezuelans. I have Venezuelans that work for me. People coming in, they're like, yep. statues are being torn down. Yep. Movies yep. Yep. And, and books are being edited and banned. TV shows are being canceled. This is communism. Yeah, this is, this is uh, in their history. This is in their memory, their actual memory of what happened and how communism came through. This is how they start. They have to, don't you remember Michelle Obama? Finally, that's why they had to pull her off the campaign trail. She said, Barack knows we have to rewrite history. We have to rewrite, rewrite our, it. we have to rewrite all these things. Yeah. You know, a Florida sheriff had a blunt message for Governor Murphy, all right? A murderer was released by Phil Murphy due to coronavirus to stop the spread. A murderer, he was given 30-year prison sentence. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why we can't let him get in again, even though he's going to spend all that federal money on buying the unions and buying their vote. A murderer, James Lewis, was sentenced to 30 years in prison, and he got out after 10 years because of covid Murphy released him last year. Two weeks after he was released, he shot and killed a man who was helping a woman load, gross load groceries in her car in New Jersey. He was a security guard, by the way. He had a fight with him or something in a parking lot. And then he fled New Jersey and he went to Florida, which he made a mistake because Florida, it treats criminals much differently than New Jersey. Mm. Okay, now he's locked up in Florida for some other petty crimes and stuff. And this sheriff says this would not have happened if Governor Murphy did not release Mr. Lewis so that he could kill again in New Jersey and come down and commit car jackings and armed robberies and other felonies in the state of Florida. So we're going to keep him in Florida as long as we can, because we know if he gets extradited to New Jersey, he'll be released in 10 years or less. <laughs> yeah, it's true. For another murder. Yeah. Correct. So Sheriff Grady says you picked the wrong state to Mr. Lewis. And he said to Mr. Murphy, Governor Murphy, keep your shit in your state, basically. Mm. Do you blame him? No, not at all. Catch and release revolving door criminal justice system. This is our governor. Remember, this governor said that if you don't like the state, move somewhere else. Right. He also said if you're concerned about taxes, then New Jersey probably isn't the state for you. Yeah. Yeah, this is a man who's worth $70 million. <laughs> right. Who has every tax shelter known to mankind and most of his money in a Swiss bank account someplace. Oh, yeah. In a villa in Italy. Yeah. But, you know, New Jersey, he's trying to get businesses to move into the state. It's a good okay. way to do it. <laughs> and you, you want to talk about being tone deaf. All right. He basically says he's calling on Elon Musk to move Tesla in New Jersey instead of Texas. Okay. Because he, he says, doesn't give a crap about guess, the real backbone of this country. He says, if you come to New Jersey, you're going to pay more taxes, but you're going to enjoy our liberal values. Oh, my God. This is the angle he's trying to use to get businesses to come. What business? Tesla is as liberal as can be is moving to Texas. Right. Apple is as liberal as could be as moving to Texas. They don't care about the liberal environment. They'll ruin it like locust in a cancer once they get there That's over right. the next five or ten years. Yep, you're right. They only care about taxes. You're right. And this idiot doesn't understand that small business, small business is the key to this, the, the solidity of the American economy. Not uh, Tesla or uh, Amazon or any of these big companies that are in bed with the federal government and all liberal and all just sucking, the, sucking off the federal teat 
of, of taxpayer dollars. Our politicians on both sides screwed us going back to Bill Clinton, yeah. where the federal government screwed us, where we lost so much manufacturing to to China and other foreign countries. And now you got to go back to George the George the Elder, mm. you know. Bush the Elder was the one who I uh, forgot Bush. I forgot about yeah. him. Yeah, all right, you're right. Thousand, yeah. but he, well, hey, same thing though, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you got Bill Clinton and uh, George Bush. They're the best of buddies. Yeah, no new taxes, sons right. of bitches. So, so Murphy is trying to tell you, listen, you're going to pay higher taxes, higher crime, more COVID deaths, right. more more right. murders right. on the street. Right. But hey, liberal values, baby. Yeah. Oh, does it affect me? Oh no, I live in a gated mansion. Right. <laughs> Try to drive up his street, see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, uh, Petrolino wrote Unbearing Arms about our New Jersey's gun laws helping to import criminals. And he writes this whole article for Bearing Arms, which is true. Like, we, we talked about this 10 years ago, and John basically supersized it, right? If you lived in Delaware, where people can carry guns, and you live right on the border of New Jersey, where would you go rob a gas station? Exactly. You exactly. would drive into New You'd Jersey. You'd drive into New Jersey, where nobody can shoot back. Correct. So, so we're discriminating. We're discriminating against people where we do not let them protect themselves and their family by the political elite and the unwashed masses. You know, we're the unwashed masses. They just step on us every chance they get. The elites, they loathe us, ladies and gentlemen. They loathe us. Uh, real quick, um, what's his name? Uh, Biden is talking about this $27 trillion bill that's not going to cost us anything. You know, build back better ever, ever and again. This is guy, I watched two minutes of it yesterday. You're ready for this? We talk about elder abuse all the time, right? That What do yeah, you call it, Sandy? Right. The 1,000-mile stare? Yeah, 5,000-mile stare. 5,000-mile stare. So he gets up on the podium. He's got the beady little eyes, right? And he starts talking that this infrastructure plan is going to pay for 500,000 charging stations. The, the bill is going to pay for it, not the taxpayers. <laughs> yeah, never. No, no, never. Right? It's just, it's paper. Right, exactly. It's, it's paper. So the taxpayers are not going to pay for it. It's going to happen automatically. And you can buy an electric car and you get a $7,500 federal subsidy. Where does that subsidy come from, ladies and gentlemen? You and me, baby. Should we be subsidizing Tesla? Should we be subsidizing yeah, right. Ford, GM, Chrysler, and all the foreign companies? Which we have been forever. Well, well correct. Electric cars, we, we subsidize it. But here's what, you ready with the, uh, the sock puppet said? Mm -hmm. He says, with 500,000 charging stations, you will be able to drive your electric car across country with a full tank of electricity. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> this, is, this is what 81 million people voted for? <laughs> <laughs> what did Stalin say? It's not who votes, it's who counts. It's not who you who, vote for, it's who counts who the counts votes. counts the votes, that's right. <laughs> so, now that we knocked New Jersey and the sock puppet, you have to go nrapvf.org, nrapvf.org, nrapoliticalvictoryfund.org. Go to your grades, pick your state. Right now we have election year, it's New York, uh, a couple of states, but New Jersey is up there. Pick it. It's going to show you who to vote for. Jack Cittarelli gets a B-plus right now. Phil Murphy gets an F. And you can go down ballot for the state senate and the state assembly as well. ANJRPC.org has the report card for all state offices that are running right now. Please, I implore all of you, even if you're not a gun person, friends, family, and everybody. Sandy always talks about each one, reach one. Bring a friend to the polls. 
in New Jersey. Bring them and wait outside for them. Bring a few people to the polls. You know, 37% voter turnout when we, Kim Godano would have been our governor for the past four years. Could you imagine? She would have held the line. She could not have done anything, but she would have held the line for four years. Right or wrong, Sandy? And if we would have gotten every single one of the gun owners in New Jersey to come out and vote, FUDs and all, we would have been able to take over many of the Assembly and Senate seats that are in, in, uh, in the state. But, you know. Here, I, you, I, want, I, you want to hear, I want to see how you feel. So John McConnell sent me this. This is from Modern Survival Online. The top five freest and the least free states in the U.S. Jeez, where does New Jersey fall? Let's okay. take a guess. Let's see. Let's see. I'm scrolling down. The five freest states, Texas. Yep. Tennessee. Wow. Okay. Alabama. Yep. Louisiana. And Utah. Wow. Not New Hampshire or anything? Like nope, that? nope, nope. Sorry, Evan. Yeah. The five least free states in the United States. New York. Wow. You probably knew what was going uh, to be leading the list on the list of free states, uh, yeah. a list, the least free states as soon as you clicked it. Every single bad thing that freedom-loving people say about the state of New York is all true. And then some. <laughs> this is a state that is absolutely drowning in taxes. Every interaction, everything you buy, everything you own, do or don't do, will have the government picking your pocket. What's worse, there is no facet of life that is not utterly controlled in the state, from positively draconian gun and knife laws to stringent building codes, restrictions, and tax on alcohol and tobacco and scandalous roadblocking of homeschool initiatives. You live in New York and you are a subject, not a citizen. At least things are nominally better, if only slightly, outside of New York City and the surrounding boroughs. Head for the hills, literally, if you're going to make a go of it there. And who garners the number two spot? Mm, let me guess. Drum roll. New Jersey. Oh, my goodness. New Jersey is only just, uh, it only just tails New York when it comes to tyrannical intrusion into citizens' lives. And in some ways, it's even worse than its Yankee neighbor. Yep. New Jersey is a state that is rightly infamous for corruption. Severe gun and knife rights issues, including restrictions all the way down to what type of ammunition you can legally own. Okay? Yeah. Taxes for every conceivable action you might take and more. <laughs> and then some. <laughs> the state heavily taxes personal vices like alcohol and tobacco and has strict requirements concerning land and water use mm -hmm. as well as your rights to on, on your own personal property. Yeah. It's not your personal property no. in New Jersey. Mm -mm. New Jersey is also infamous for its Byzantine, expensive, and inefficient Department of Motor Vehicles, meaning that licensing, inspection, and even more tax grafting is coming your way if you want the privilege of owning and operating a car in a state. Dude, hold of up just for a second on that note, okay? <laughs> you know, ahead. I got my little farm truck, right? Mm -hmm. And I got, I have, the registration is due this uh, month. So I go to register online. Oh, no, I can't do that. <laughs> I have to go travel to Cherry Hill, New ah. Jersey, and, uh, and make an appointment to go down to Cherry Hill because Cherry Hill is the only place I can register my vehicle. 
How do you feel about that? It's just ridiculous. That's it. They probably send you through it like a metal detector, and then they pull gold. If you have any gold fillings or anything, yeah. they pull them out to complete the registration. Oh, no, they probably let you through with the gold. If you've got a grill, you can go through it. Yeah. The final sentence for New Jersey is, avoid unless you hate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so appropriate. And, you know, I was in Maryland last week with Tracy for a, a bar mitzvah. And uh, Maryland is known for many things, but those of us who love freedom it is most known for economic and business restrictions, stringent building codes with harsh penalties uh, for even the most cursory violations, rampant taxation on personal vices, smoking, and restrictive gun laws. And, you that know, Western a, Maryland is such a beautiful place. Yeah, but it's ruined by Eastern That's, Maryland. Uh, yeah, it's ruined Anything by Baltimore. outside the Beltway. Yeah, absolutely. It's just D.C. Yeah, it's an D.C. Yes, of DC. exactly right. Yep. Yep, yep. And it's funny, it says that because Maryland is a beautiful state with many pleasant and idyllic uh, remote wilderness that would be perfect for setting up uh, your own patch. Unfortunately, you should admire them from afar yeah. because even if you do buy land, it is an exorbitantly expensive state, your uh, and your options for developing and using it accordingly to your whims will be sharply limited. <laughs> Visit yeah. for the seafood, then return to America. Right, or just stay over in the in the West Virginia side <laughs> and look at it. <laughs> the next one is uh, uh, apropos California. Oh yeah, California is the poster child for big government run amok. And the darling of leftists who just want to be stepped on harder and worse <laughs> want to inflict this level of government control on the rest of the nation. Yep. California might be beautiful and stereotypically a laid-back surfer hippie culture, but this candy shell veneer of relaxation cannot hide a government that is ever-growing and impossibly busy when it comes to draining wealth from its citizenry. <laughs> who wrote this? I love them. <laughs> California is notorious for constant and big spending at the state level on insane projects, both large and small. This means that taxation is constant in every facet of citizens' lives. What's worse, though the government is Byzantine and impenetrable when citizens need it for any purpose, it is frighteningly centralized and efficient when it comes to expanding and cementing its own power. Oh, I love it. The next line is great. The sprinkles on top of this shit Sunday are, <laughs> are the state's unbelievably restrictive gun laws getting worse by the year. The major cities in California are all dystop dystopian hellscapes, and the rest of the state will be right behind it if this government largeless cannot be arrested. <laughs> Next, I'm not going to give credit to the writer in a minute. Rhode Island is bringing up the rear on our list of the five least free states, and it does it mostly by being less oppressively terrible than its competitors. <laughs> on the surface, nothing is particularly wrong with Rhode Island, and even after reviewing the state statutes, you might not see too much objectionable about it, but regrettably, you'd be wrong as the state has a well-earned reputation for being consistently restrictive when it comes to citizens' economic practices, and it is only so-so when it comes to personal freedoms. Gun laws, knife laws, alcohol, tobacco, and personal property right laws are all fairly stiff, and this is another state that is tax-crazy, although not quite the same extent as its neighbors in New England, like Massachusetts. Yep. Additionally, the laws are written in such a way and organized accordingly to make virtually impenetrable to those without a law degree. <laughs> this can... Uh, Lay put, this can put uh, lay people at a decided disadvantage when it comes to figuring out their rights, necessitating expensive legal counsel for the, even the most mundane 
conflicts, okay? So this was written um, by, let's go up to the top, Tim McKay, M-A-K-A-Y, the top freest and least uh, five free states in the United States for modern survival online. A very lively writer. I clicked. I'm going to start following him because I just love uh, the way he writes, uh, and he is so, so correct and true. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about is Wednesday at 10 a.m. This Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern uh, Standard Time, you can listen to the Supreme Court's uh, oral arguments. It, it'll be available on C-SPAN, which you can get from your phone, your computer, mobile device, or anything. Uh, it's also you can go to supremecourt.gov, and you'll see a link for oral arguments. Uh, I will be listening in. It's approximately two hours long. Both sides have an hour. There's a little bit in the, mid in the middle, so you can figure about two and a half hours total. You'll also, by the next day, you'll be able to download um, the uh, transcripts. We'll be there fully available for all of us, and we'll, we'll, we'll take it apart, and we'll talk about it on next week's show. I think it's very, very important because uh, the left is absolutely going bonkers about this case, the articles that have been coming out. I didn't even download any this week for us to talk about, but it's incredible what basically the Old West, blood running in the streets, that's happening now. It's happening now with real criminals yep. in our catch and release revolving door criminal justice system, but they have their blinders on the left. They can't handle, the first tier cannot handle the fact that we, the third tier, will, might be able to defend ourselves in seven states. 43 states have this right already. They are freaking out. They are dying over this, okay? And we have to get this win. I still think it's going to be 5-4. Some people are like it's going to be 6-3. I'm not too sure about that. Robert scares the hell out of me. Yeah. Uh, so let's all hope uh, we're, I'm wrong. But I think it's going to be a win. I don't think it would have been granted cert if we didn't have – if uh, Thomas and Alito didn't think, and Gorsuch, let's say, didn't think we had enough votes. So Thomas, Alito, and Gorsuch is three, right? So Kavanaugh is uh, 70% in our favor, I think. I think Barrett is 70 or 80% in our favor. That would give us the, the, the five that we need. That would be the win. Roberts, I think, is 0% in our favor. We're more worried about his legacy, his country club, and, you know, being canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Even though as the Supreme Court justice, he should have the biggest set of stones on that Supreme Court. Because before she died, Ruth Bader Ginsburg had the biggest set of stones on the Supreme Court. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I didn't agree with her on 99% of her decisions, but she never held back on what she really felt. She didn't really care about her legacy or what anybody else said. Roberts, on the other hand, hmm. He does. But this is the case. This is the game changer, ladies and gentlemen. This where we'll see maybe strict scrutiny and other cases sent back down to the lower courts. Our 10-round magazine case is being held by the Supreme Court for this. If you do not think how close this is, this is close, okay? This is the closest we've ever been, all right? And we really, really, really have to cross our fingers, toes. If you believe in God or a higher power, please pray, ladies and gentlemen. We really, really need a win here. Uh, Sandy, do you have any anything? How do you feel about this? Because you always seem to be a little opposite than me. Well, I, I don't, I'm not really holding out a lot of hope anymore. I just, I'm just not. I, I want to be optimistic about it, but I just, I don't know. I really don't know. I, and, and if it does happen, 
let's just say we're granted that right, right? I think that what will happen is we're going to see an attack against the Second Amendment like we've never seen before. They're going to want to have the, you know, what else do they have left at that point other than to try to uh, remove the Second Amendment? Uh, yeah, and and that's a fight. Uh, see, I agree and disagree. We'll we'll see what happens. But here's the deal for people that don't know. So, after if the Supreme Court rules in our favor in May or June, then it's going to go back down to New Jersey, and New Jersey is going to be told to issue carry permits. New York, all the seven states are going to come up with tons of roadblocks. Right. And then we're going to have to take our cases right back to the Supreme Court and ask for an emergent hearing and say, "Listen, look what they're trying to do here." And then just like Heller and make the more Heller, the Supreme Court's going to get involved and say, "Listen, this is all bullshit. You're going to remove that because you're going against our decision." Uh, you're absolutely right. So now the now the the anti-gunners know that the Supreme Court, you know ratified the Second Amendment we can carry outside of our home. So we stand at that point. You're absolutely right. What will be next? Court packing? You yeah. know, don't forget yeah. the sock puppet still has three years and three months in office. That's right. You know, and we're going to have Kamala running the show before you know it. Oh, yeah, before because I don't think he's going to make the election. He's not going to make it. He's talking about he's going to run for re-election when he's 82 <laughs> years old. Okay? Yeah, okay. Just uh, what I mean, we need. I mean, which, which is amazing because the left always was, you know, uh, the party of, of, of uh, they complain, oh, old white men running the country, right? Yes. Well, what did you elect? Uh, an ancient, brain-addled white man to run the country. Correct. I, you didn't have anything better? We are so bad right now. You know, um, you know, they talk about oh, supply. There's no supply chain problem. There's no shortages in this country. There's no inflation. This is what the... Uh, the left is saying, and of course, the legacy media is defending it. McDonald's, which is a good barometer of our economy, is raising prices across the board 11%. That's huge. That's huge. That's huge. Okay. Yeah. That means a, a yeah. $4 sandwich is going to go to $4.45. Yeah, it wouldn't, it, it would be huge if it was 2%. And they're doing it. Why? Rising fuel prices. Rising shipping container costs, rising prices of goods. But we're told by the press conference, you know, Gingy or whatever her name is, she's telling us there is no inflation. You know what's funny? You talk about supply side problems and shortages. Within, we don't have to worry about inflation because there's nothing for us to buy. That's right. I sent Tyson to Home Depot the other day for six things. He came back with one. Right. Everything else Nothing's is out of stock shelf. and yep. they don't know when right. it's coming yep. in. Yep. We're seeing toilet paper shortages again. Okay. Also, New York, this is New York Times now, the, the paper of record. Thanksgiving 2021 is shaping up to be the most expensive meal in the history of the holiday. Nearly every ingredient from the turkey to the after-dinner coffee is expected to cost more. Is this, is this fantasy land? We've been saying this. I mean, we've been warning of this for years, that with all this money printing that's going on, we're going to see super overnight hyperinflation the same as it's it here. has happened every, every other country. Look at it's what here. happened. Right. It's, it's, and, it, and it happened. And there are people who still don't realize about the shortages and about the inflation and everything else that's going on. Dude, I was in... I, I ran to Home Depot to try to get some, um, you know, Romex cable, right? Now, electricity is not a hobby, by the way. Go yeah, ahead, proceed. But you, you remember back in the day, what, what, did, a, what did a roll of Romex cable cost? Uh, I mean, I have I, no idea. I, I don't do electricity. I'm scared. I, I sold, I sold a, a roll. 
at a garage sale a couple of months ago for like five bucks. And boy, am I sorry I did so. Uh, a 50 foot, 50 foot roll of Romex cable used to cost 20 bucks, 25 bucks, something like that, is now $125. $125. Wow. Free. It's just unbelievable. And that's just that particular item. Everything else is out of stock, like you say. You, you know, when you go for with a list of five or six things and there's hardly anything there. Sandy, uh, I, I'm not going to mention names because I, I'd like to support those who support you. I went to a restaurant last night uh, with Tracy, and they have a disclaimer in the menu about they're apologizing about the price increase on some dishes. Mm. And there was three items that were not on the menu because of availability problems. Wow. Okay? Wow. So pretty scary, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this is restaurant apologize. First of all, you see apologies in restaurants all the time that please be patient. We're short staff because yeah. nobody wants to work because everything's for free. Yep, right. You know, people don't want to go, to go back into the labor force because uh, because uh, it's pays to stay home. Yeah, free rent subsidy. You've got uh, making more money on unemployment than you did working. Uh, it's just uh, fr free energy. You know, you don't have to pay your energy bills. They're not paying their rent. They're not paying their mortgages. It's just wonderful. I'm just waiting for the housing market to crash so I can buy a, a vacation home in Florida. Uh, I'm just sitting tight and waiting for it to happen. I'm noticing every day I'm following homes on Zillow. Price decrease, price decrease, price decrease, price decrease. So the peak is way over. Yeah. Right. Okay, but but now the hyperinflation is well, going to affect certain us areas all. there. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And now, and now you're going to the hyperinflation is going to be there, which is going to keep the prices high. It's not going to go down. No. You know no. they're already predicting that the prices are going to because of the inflation, but everything else is just going to be extremely expensive. And then what happens the minute they? What's going to make the big difference is when the when the Fed increases their interest rates, and they have to. Well, right now they're not doing it. For, for political reasons, but they're going to have to. Yeah, right. But just keep that. printing money, baby. Yeah, right. We don't care. Print money, 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 money. Yeah, it's free. It's all free money. Yeah. Free Did, money. How, how about, like, what's what's going on with the schools, uh, the school boards and stuff? You got uh, a school board uh, uh, a superintendent at a school board didn't know her mic was hot, and after a parent uh, was talking about, you know, what they're teaching their kids, yeah. the school the superintendent of school said F you to her and it was really? picked up on a hot mic. Yeah. Oh, that's they, they, nice. they detest us. Oh yeah. And then another do. woman got thrown out of a school board meeting. She came up to the podium and she read an excerpt from a book that the, uh, the left is putting on the library shelves of fourth graders at the school, oh, no which way. was pornographic talking about oral sex being performed on each other and she read it off and the school board had the police remove her from the meeting for obscenity <laughs> but yet the fourth graders are allowed to take that book out her daughter took the book out and brought it home and she flipped through the book see one of the things that happened with the pandemic is uh, parents got involved with what their kids are being taught they heard it on zoom calls yeah. and you know, stuff like that where they didn't know that it the you know the teaching stopped quite a few years ago when the indoctrination started. That's right. That's the Communist ways. Manifesto. There it is. The shots that people are getting now cover that. They're they're you're okay. You're not gonna you're not gonna get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Somebody gotta do it. 
Ay, let's go Brandon. I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. When you ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. You ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey. Biden said the jab stopped the spread. It was lies. I remember how you wrote, but you haven't opened your eyes. These politicians are demons just in disguise. Look at Kyrie Irving and Nicki Minaj. Look at Australia. That's what's coming next if we don't stand up. Stop complying with them, taking our rights. It's time to man up. Republicans voting for red back laws. That's just what I can't trust. If you ask what's about the facts, then they gonna ban. Hey, this is about control, everybody knows, everyone complies, we're the kinds of pros, I don't need a plane, I just hit the road, I do what I want, I can't sell my soul, market about the crash, this is what you chose, ruining the country, I've invested gold, you gon' take the mark, I take never rolls, I'm a man of God, I can never let's fold. Let's go Brandon, I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon, hey, hey, let's go Brandon, pandemic ain't real, they just planted, hey, hey, let's go Brandon, when you ask questions, they start banning, hey. Let's go Brandon, hey, hey, let's go Brandon, hey, hey, let's go Brandon. I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon, hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted, hey, hey, let's go Brandon. You ask questions, they start banning, hey, hey, let's go Brandon, hey, hey, let's go Brandon, hey, hey. Let's go Brandon and it's clear that man a wreck, hey, hey. Let's go Brandon, now the Taliban a threat, hey, you planted now the Taliban is standing on our neck. Chanting death to America, you are belly president. Listen, I don't think you here, man. Let me make it clear, man. Better keep your hands into yourself, that stuff is weird, man. I wish I could take you in the back place, smear the queer, man. You could take the vax, I fear God. I don't fear, man. I'm on gear 10, believe me, we ready to rumble. The only play the joke can execute is a fumble. I think we all know he's out to lunch. That dude went camping. I'm a Christian, so how do I say this? Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. When you ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, let's go, Brandon. We know he capping. Patriots out in the street taking action, hunting us down for speaking the truth. Peek on the pedal to save all the youth. Media lying, ignore all the crying. They build them back better, but only the Taliban pilots on strike. But to Joe, it's irrelevant. Open the border, lose all the order, divide us up so they know that we never went, but we're united. We here in the stadiums, everyone chanting and seeing it slandering, Biden collapsing and Democrats stealing it. Hey, we look at Joe, can we get a refund? How about some mean tweets? Joe is a crook and he knows how to deceive. FJB is the motto in these streets. Let's go, Brandon, sing it with me. I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. You ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey. So our buddy Bryson Gray, did you see what happened there? <laughs> they, they knocked him off YouTube. Yep. Well, we got him back this week. Yep. Yeah, his uh, his number one on iTunes. Yes, he knocked, number he knocked, one. It's amazing. It's he great. Knocked, he knocked Adele to number three. That's, which are, that's you know, incredible. A, yeah, I love him. Yeah, yeah, I, he's I, great. I love him. Uh, I met him once at the SHOT Show. I should have got a picture with him. But uh, anyway. Uh, let's talk. I'm going to do some cleanup stuff. So, you know, Marty's V-Burger, we talk about Marty's all the time. Yep. And uh, he gave Tracy and I this beautiful card. 
Uh, may your story together have many more heroes than villains, more adventures than drama, and I and may love always, uh, always win. And then he wrote this beautiful handwritten note, which I he writes like a doctor, Marty and Carol, and Tracy <laughs> read it. But he also uh, you talk about gun people being the best people. He gave me a gift card for uh, Marty's V Burger, and it's unlimited, and it never expires. Oh man. Yes. Marty's so the best. he's lucky he's in New York and not New Jersey. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hey, it's worth driving over the bridge. Yes. Love you love you guys, and thank you so much for that gift. So check out mortysvburger.com or order your food and pick it up at Freaking Vegans in Prospect Park on Freaking Fridays. Uh, Decoding Firearms with John Petrolino is available and on the shelf at Gun For Hire as well as on Amazon. Support those who support you. A beautiful holiday gift, and it's not subjected to supply chain, and the price hasn't gone up. Gun Lawyer Podcast by Evan Knappen. Gun Lawyer. Gun, gun.lawyer. Check him out, please. Uh, the Quarantine Crawl, we always talk about support those who support you. We have 350 2A businesses, products, and services. Again, if you were going to shop, if you were going to go out to eat, that's the first place you should go to. You need a doctor. You need therapy. You need advice. You need your car fixed. Go to QuarantineCrawl.com. If you know any business products or service that wants to be included, reach out to me and put them on it, please. Uh, by the way, uh, the Gun for Hire book, uh, Crime Proof, uh, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game. If you go to crimeproofbook.com, you can order it directly from Gun for Hire, Woodland Park Range, and you will get an autographed copy. Or you can order it from Amazon. You will not get an autographed copy, and you will give Jeff Bezos more money to make more phallic-shaped rockets that he could shoot to Uranus. Um, did I say that? You did. Okay, and uh, if you uh, if you, you can order it for Kindle, by the way, so it's available for Kindle now. It's available direct from Amazon. We have been getting a bunch of Amazon orders, but I would prefer you order it directly from me, and I will um, sign the book. So again, continue to support those who support you. I uh, I love it. All right. So the last thing I want to talk about before we get into uh, letters and learning is the Alec Baldwin thing. So now I wake up this morning. It's a uh, about a week since Alec Baldwin shot a 40-something-year-old camera woman. A bullet went right through her, which was a 45 long Colt, by the way. Uh, yes, 45 long Colt went right through her and then hit the clavicle of the assistant director, whoever it was, behind her. So you know how Alec Baldwin is grieving right now? He was spotted yesterday shopping at Polo Ralph Lauren in Vermont at his vacation home. Dick. Coming out of the Polo Ralph Lauren with shopping bags. This is how someone grieves who accidentally murders right. a mother of one and a wife and a young woman. That's how that's how they act. Because again, this is Hollywood. Yeah, and he's an like, elite oh, and he look, will never it wasn't pay. My fault, man. Someone loaded the gun. Yeah, he will never pay for this. No, all right. And it, you want to talk about a comedy of errors. So let me give you a, a rundown before I get into some of this news here. But I've been on the East Coast. We, we don't call them prop masters or armors. They call them gun wranglers. Mm. I've been a gun wrangler. You a have, lot of yes. times. Yes. A lot of times I don't talk about it because of legality reasons or signing and non-disclosure mm -hmm. or whatever. So uh, when you're a gun wrangler or you're a weapons armorer or whatever they want to call it on the set, people ask what the credentials are. Well, I'm an NRA master firearms instructor. I'm also a chief range safety, safety officer. 
you can get approved to uh, do this uh, training uh, and become one of these people that'll be on set. So I'm going to give you the most infamous one. Many, many years ago, I was on the set of Ink Master with uh, Dave Navarro uh, from uh, Jane's Addiction, and mm-hmm. he also was in uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and he was married to Carmen Electra. Yep. And uh, they were doing a shotgun thing. So I was not supplying the shotguns. They uh, had somebody from a gun store supply the shotguns, which it was the Beretta Gallery, by the way. Nice. And uh, I drove up at 7 o'clock in the morning. The call started at 8 o'clock in the morning. And uh, the guns were delivered by the Beretta Gallery, and it was uh, this huge Pelican case that could fit a uh, small person. And it had two locks on it and a smaller Pelican case full of ammo and uh, two bins, uh, like Tupperware containers, uh, Rubbermaid containers with eye and ear protection in them. I opened and inspected all of these shotguns, and there were stocks in there, too. I, at this point, I didn't know what was going on with all these extra stocks. But I checked all the guns. They all had flags in them. I checked them. I opened the ammo. I inspected it. I locked them both up. Well, during the course of the day, the the Ink Masters, the competition, they had to use, like, Dremel tools, and they had to take the stocks that were included in there, and they had a scribe on the stocks, like hunting and fishing scenes, nature, wildlife scenes or whatever. Hmm. So I dispersed the stocks, which are inert. While the stocks were being ground, Navarro came up to me and said, yo, can you open that case? I want to play with those guns. <laughs> and I said, no, no I'm the, uh, I'm the no. uh, gun wrangler here. I mean, and nobody's playing with these guns. He's like, no, 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 you know who I am? I'm like, yeah, I know who you are. I said, but I'm in, I'm in charge of the guns, and the guns don't come out until the, the filming of, of that part it says it dude when i tell you he was pissed and he was giving me the stink eye the whole day right yeah. you know because he was actually a big douche but you know he, obviously he was there with a couple of people so he was trying to impress so you yeah. know i'm going to yeah. give him a shotgun he's going to walk around and play with it right uh yeah that's that's going to work out really right. good yeah so then it got to the point where uh i had to take the shotguns out i put them in a safe direction all on one long table and then me and another guy we switched the stocks on the guns with the scribe stocks and then they filmed the scene with them. And I can tell you right now, Hollywood doesn't know anything about muzzle direction or anything. <laughs> you know, if you ask them to check right. the gun, they'll look down the barrel. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah. You know, and they, they would they've flag people. So I tried to maintain it as much as possible. I had two shotguns out at a time. They switched the stocks. And then around 4.35 o'clock, they were actually going to shoot. There was a thrower there. And they were actually going to shoot. They didn't hit shit. But, you know, they kept shooting until they hit shit so they could splice it in. So basically, all the talent shot and missed but they were going to use the same one hit uh to show that they all hit something or whatever yeah but i stood there the entire time while those guns were out i controlled the ammo and then when it was over all the guns were tabled and i went to each gun and i made it safe i put a flag in it i put it in the pelican case and i locked the pelican case around seven o'clock at night guy from beretta came and picked up the guns he triple checked them whatever ammo was left over i signed a piece of paper and he drove away from them when I tell you something, it was a stressful day. Yeah. I was out in the sun all day. Yeah, It's a stressful day. That was my worst case one. No one's ever, ever asked before to, to do this, you know? Yeah. Uh, like, like with uh, the whole day for me. And no one's ever come and asked if they could play with the guns. So now we look at this comedy of errors here, right? They had a 24-year-old armorer on the scene whose father is a famous... Hollywood gun guy. I don't know anything about him. She went on a podcast a few months ago saying this was a new gig for her and she was nervous doing it. Okay. And then the assistant director of Rust said that 
before he handed the gun to Alec Baldwin and he said the gun was cold, he should have checked the drum, he said. Oh. Now, any of our listeners, can you tell me what part of the gun is the drum? <laughs> Do you bang on it or... The drum, the round thing, the cylinder. The round thing. Maybe he meant the cylinder. Yeah. So it was a single action gun. And and, and, he, and he, had he even known how to do that, uh, would he know what a live round looked like? No. See, because they're <laughs> hoplophobic, right, right, Sandy? Exactly. Because they're so yes. anti-gun. Right. They don't learn about it. They're ignorant to it. They make fun of us gun people like we're mouth breathers. They spend all their time railing about we need more gun safety laws, but they don't but they play with firearms like they're like like they were toys and have no gun safety education whatsoever. Maybe if they would spend a little bit more time just uh learning about the safe handling of firearms that they're using to make a fortune, uh, maybe they would understand then unless people would be hurt. Because they think that's how we handle guns. Yes. They think that's how, what they do is what they think we do. And the people who watch the crap on television, it, you know, it makes it so bad when you're watching whatever, whatever movie or television show or whatever, and you see the... the, the, the the mishandling of firearms all the time and it is it is educating the public on the improper use of firearms which is they teach the public that's what we do yes exactly right now here's the funny thing the the police retrieved over 500 rounds of live long colt ammunition on the set what the hell was live ammunition doing because during break Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, the armorer, and other employees on the set were shooting, target practicing with that oh. gun. There's no live ammunition allowed on a set. Right. I've been on many sets. There's right. no live ammunition allowed. There's different kinds of prop guns. Everybody doesn't realize this. There are prop guns that when they fire, nothing happens, and then they use computer-generated imaging to put the muzzle flash. Right. But everybody knows if you want to look realistic so us gun people don't beat them up, you have to have a gun with some kind of percussion instrument in it so you get some recoil. Right. And you in can't a period piece that. like that, you have to have Correct. It. So what, what it is is you, you have a prop gun, and you have 45 long Colt dummy rounds, all right, that will fire, prop rounds, that will fire, you will get some muzzle flash, and you will get a little right recoil. Now, if you put that gun to your head, like that one Hollywood actor yeah, did right. a few years ago, right. it will drive a piece of skull into your brain and kill you because yeah. there is percussion and concussion coming out of yeah, it. That's right. So there's no place for live rounds there. So there's prop, there are prop guns where there's no hole in the barrel, and then there's prop guns where there's hole in the barrel. But a lot of times it's a real gun, and they use the word prop gun for legitimacy reasons because like in new jersey you can't have real guns on set because of handguns because of the voluntary transfer thing right, right then right. the owner of each gun has to be there and with that person right all right you can't borrow live guns to use on a movie set in new york and new jersey and probably california i'm not sure so they'll, they'll use the word prop gun, Sandy, but a lot of times they're real guns. Yeah, right. And a lot of times the guns are supplied by the armorer or whoever the prop master is because they tend to be gun people and they control the entire environment. Mm -hmm. So this 24-year-old girl who obviously didn't study under her father's tutelage, in August 
um, Nicolas Cage stormed off of a set because they were scaring the shit out of him because during break, her and a bunch of other people on the set were firing real guns. They were firing real bullets out of the prop guns during the movie set of, I'm trying to see the name of the movie. Nicolas Cage was doing a movie called, shit, here it is. Uh, the old way. He was filming him. He stormed off because of safety. Jeez. Because Nicolas Cage knows a little bit about guns. So now, talk about security. This is what the assistant director said. Three guns were on a rolling cart. They were on a rolling cart, and he picked the gun up for Baldwin, and he said, cold gun, and handed it to Baldwin. He didn't check the drum. <laughs> Whatever the hell that is. Now, remember, for you people that aren't into old guns, a single-action gun, the cylinder does not swing open. Right. You have to open the loading gate, and you have to spin the cylinder slowly, and you have to check all six holes. So you have to count to seven, at least, <laughs> right, to make right. sure you didn't miss one. Yeah. And then you hand the gun to a second person. Now, I'm, the, I'm old school. I've learned when I check a gun, I look down, I physically check it, white with my eyes and I turn away for a second and I look back because I had yeah. an FBI agent yeah. in NRA law enforcement instructor school tell me that your mind will play tricks on you. Yep. You've looked at guns a certain way you'll see something that you don't see. So I always look and look away but here's the best part. You can use a flashlight too and also you can check by having your finger yep. in the loading gate and roll the drum <laughs> around to verify that it's empty. That wasn't done. He picked the gun off a rolling cart. Now, dollars for donuts, an hour later, that rolling cart was probably in, in a makeshift shooting range where they were yeah, shooting real right. bullets out of it, and somehow a real bullet was in there. So now here's, here's Alec Baldwin. He's sitting in a church pew, and he's practicing cross draw. So now this is what I've witnessed on movie sets. When you practice He's practicing cross draw, and what he's doing is for the camera, he's looking and drawing right into the camera. Now, what I've witnessed on sets before, I've seen people do it with their finger like a gun. Yeah. Finger gun, yeah. come out and draw, come out and draw, come out and draw, and the cameramen get the lighting and all of that set, and then they say, get ready to roll, and I've watched the cameramen and the directors step away from the camera. Right. And then I've watched the actor or actress pull the gun out face the camera and fire and then when the gun was put back in or taken by the armorer they go and they check the tape to see if they have to reshoot the scene which normally you have to reshoot the scene 30 friggin times well if I've you remember that. too the same thing when we had the camera crew over to do the videos for uh for gun for hire that's exactly the procedure that went on you know, we you didn't have a cameraman there. The cameras were set there. Everything else, the light was taken care of. And when the when the when the action part happened, and someone was pointing the gun toward the camera, there was no cameraman there. Correct, correct. That's how it's supposed to be done. That's right. how I witnessed it. So now here's Baldwin. This is his movie. It's a seven million dollar budget. They were using non union workers. They were using pickup crews. Obviously, they hired this girl. Did they hire this girl for the diversity because she was a 24 year old girl and she had purple hair, or did they hire her because of her credentials? Right? Couldn't have been uh, her credentials because I I have I'm looking at a picture of her. Uh, teaching a student to shoot a shotgun. D That's called a chiropractic stand, <laughs> by the way. That's true. That's right. Because you're going to break your spine. 
We tell our students a ready stance, uh, a karate stance. Your stance should be like you're pushing your car up your driveway and just ran out of gas. This stance is cupped way back. But did you notice? No eye and ear protection. But no she's eye and mask. Ears. That's right. But both of them are wearing masks. Well, both of them wear masks. No <laughs> eye or ear protection. And there is live ammo. That's there's that's a thirty-eight or three fifty-seven lever action. See the box of live ammo on the lower left. Yeah, Andy? yeah, yeah. And there's rounds missing out of it. All right. This is a numb nut here. <laughs> So, so this you is have, what they hired as the armor. They hired her as the armor. She admitted that she didn't check the guns. She admitted <sighs> that she didn't have a handle on the guns. Okay. Uh, she should have checked the guns before the fatal shoot. But also, Baldwin, if he wasn't such a, you know, don't forget, a couple of years ago, Zol Baldwin tried to dissolve the NRA. I think it was 2019. Yeah, right. You're right. right? Yep. Uh, this is a guy because he's so hoplophobic. He refuses to learn anything. He would know because he broke every safety rule. Yep. He assumed the gun was unloaded. He right. had his finger on the trigger and right. he pointed it in an unsafe direction. Right. He pointed it right at the camera, which she was standing behind, and he squeezed the trigger. And a week later, he's at Polo, Ralph Lauren in Vermont, walking out with shopping bags. Without a care in the world. No, I wonder how he sleeps at night. Could you imagine if it was one no. of us? Oh, my God. I, yeah. I, I couldn't even imagine. Take a safety course. If you weren't so anti-gun, right. exactly. take a safety course and exactly. learn. If not for you, for your kids, your coworkers, your family. And you're like, handling live firearms. You're handling firearms. Know about the damn things. George O, I got all your emails. Unfortunately, I was in Maryland. I was I took a break, but I got them. And he agrees with me that nothing will happen because he's part of the first tier. That's so right. we, we all That's know right. nothing will yep. happen to him. They will say it was an accident with oh, a prop yeah. gun oh, when, in oh. fact, it was a live gun with right. li real gun with real ammo. Right. And she's dead now. Nothing's going to happen to him. Criminally, but I hope civilly, I hope the husband and the families, I hope they fry his arrogant, unsafe, murdering ass. Right. And that's that ridiculous, poor excuse for an armorer. Yeah, I got a, a letter from Alex. He goes, I'm sure you'll bring this up on the next show. Unfreaking real. I take better care of my four-year-old's water blasters, and they keep proposing more laws on us that the Hollywood elite fully support. Yeah. This Hollywood elite doesn't fully support the gun laws. They push the gun laws. Yeah. They initiate yeah. the gun right. laws. When they go to those fundraisers and they yep. donate hundreds of thousands of dollars for Nancy Pelosi, they're trying to take our guns away, but they made their millions from glorifying unsafe gun handling mm -hmm. and wanton murder and violence that's absolutely right so that's for my buddy alex okay and randolph sent me a a, a thing he wrote uh, another great episode i am reserved yet excited about the scotus case reserved because i am waiting uh, a scotus justice to have a mysterious car accident <laughs> or something soon my wife and i have not been shooting in over a year life priorities and ammo costs mostly agreed we know uh, she has agreed to take the NRA basic pistol course with me, and we are both excited about the new range. However, I am afraid that we will somehow get trapped near the old entrance before we <laughs> sign up. I need to know if your two-way slacker comrade will provide an escort shuttle with pumpkin spice beverages from the old to the new entrance. 
I cannot express how appreciative I am for this show and all you guys do. God bless and be well, Randolph. Randolph, uh, just ping me when you get there, and I'll I'll do a trail of twenty two ammo that you can follow to uh, to get to the new range, like the so, Yellow Brick Road or something. So, listen, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have guns or you have family members that don't have guns or don't want guns, get them an NRA safety course. Yeah. Buy him John yeah. Petrolino's book. Absolutely. Buy him Crime Proof, for God's sake. Let them learn the safety. Take them to the range once. Reach out to your anti-gun friends, families, and coworkers, and reach out and say, listen, uh, we need help. Uh, we want you to learn safety, whether you right. like it or not. Right. We want you to learn safety. We okay? agree with you that there needs to be... Uh, more emphasis placed on safe gun safety. Exactly. It's there's nothing wrong with learning the proper way to do things, and even if you don't like it, you should learn. Listen, I talk about this all the time with people with their kids. Fifty percent of all the households in this country have firearms. Right. Fifty percent. Right. Because you don't have firearms, doesn't mean your kids should not learn safety if they come in contact with a firearm. And it's the same thing for anti-gun people. All right? So now I have, I have sickening news, and then I have good news. All right? I have a funny thing. New York City man tried to strangle an 11-year-old girl in a park. Oh he was God. arraigned and released on $7,500 bail. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. $7,500. The kids were playing outside St. Mark's Place during school. Oh, my God. Okay? The young girl tried to fight back, but he overpowered her. He grabbed her hair. He punched her in the face, and he was strangling her. Just a random person. Oh, my okay? God. A 15-year-old boy, God bless his soul, tried to intervene. Okay, once he saw the girl being attacked and the guy punched the boy as well, who was treated by uh, with minor injuries by the EMS. So we got this nut job, Nathaniel Dorenzo. Okay, he just for no reason, he just started strangling a girl. Oh, my God. Yeah. And released on $7,500 bail. Keep voting for socialists. Keep voting for progressives. Keep voting yep. for communism. This is all a plot from Soros down, ladies That's and right. gentlemen. This is all a plot. They want to create chaos. Chaos needs to happen. So we will finally throw our hands up and say, please save us. That's exactly how... Everybody forgets that Hitler did not come to power... At the at the barrel of a gun, he came to power through voting. They voted Hitler in because Hitler raised his hands and said, "I will save you from Weimar." And research the Weimar Republic, and you're going to see a whole lot of of um, uh, similarities. Let's just say with what's happening here in the United States, the former United States of America, the former United States of America. It's horrible. Uh, it's horrible. Yeah, it really is. All right, so <laughs> another reason to read crime book. Uh, I can't make this up. A hiker lost on a mountain in Colorado for over 24 hours Okay, was finally rescued. He could have been rescued sooner <laughs> because rescuers were calling his cell phone repeatedly, and when they asked him when he was rescued why he didn't pick up the phone, mm -hmm. he said it was unknown Callers. 
<laughs> no, dude, they should have just left him there. Again, you know, we have to... <laughs> just, it's unbelievable. Oh, my God. Yeah, just, no, it's just, it's, it's just, no. Natural selection? Natural selection. Absolutely. Why do we intervene? Just leave them there. Why do we? I say they remove should, warning labels off of everything. Absolutely. And then take this guy back out and drop him off. <laughs> Get rid of tort reform <laughs> yep. so that people can't sue for frivolous shit. <laughs> right, the exactly, lobbyists right. would never allow that. No, the lawyer lobbyists no, would never. No. But if we did, it would be part, the ultimate Darwinism, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Don't touch this button. <laughs> oh, another one got like a big bug zapper. <laughs> Next. Right? And the trap door opens. <laughs> 24 hours, he was lost in the woods in Colorado. Unbelievable. He was reported missing, didn't return from an expedition. You can't make shit like this. But here's the other thing. Why didn't a friend or family member call him so we would identify the number? So we're, 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 we're going, the, the apple doesn't fall far from the yeah, tree, right, right? Exactly right. The subject ignored repeated calls from the rescuers because he didn't recognize the number. And why didn't he call out? I mean, I mean seriously, if he maybe he didn't want to waste minutes. Maybe he didn't want to waste minutes because because he was in a different cell zone area. I guess maybe something he, like he, that. You're he, lost in the wilderness. You're getting phone calls. You could call out, <laughs> even if it's to. You know, DoorDash. What? <laughs> he could have ordered food. The DoorDash guy would have found them. Yeah, exactly right. The app shows your location. Right. <laughs> <laughs> somebody oh, somebody uh, did post another thing, which was good. It's not in my book, but this is great. Uh, let's say you are lost like this, Momo. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, and your phone is running out of juice because you didn't read Crime Proof and you went hiking with only one bar. Left on your phone, one battery bar. Right. Change your voicemail to your situation or location. Oh. I never, why idea. didn't we ever think of that, Sandy? Yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. Right? Hi, this is Sandy Berardi. My car is disabled on Route 287, mile marker 4 on the westbound lane. Uh, please, I'm, I'm going to go off to the shoulder because I don't want to get hit by a truck or something. And now your, your car is dead and your battery ran out on your phone. Your wife's looking for you? Well, she wouldn't be looking for you. But if somebody no, was concerned for you and they called you, what would happen? They would have that message, right? That's right, yeah. Why did we ever think of that, Sandy? Of that, man. Seriously, that so, shit is... What a great idea. Yeah, that's going in my book, too. Yeah, definitely. So great. let so everybody needs to buy um, Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino for the holidays for friends and family. I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, in my book, on page 189, I talk about range etiquette all the time. And, you know, if you decide to bring a firearm uh, into your toolbox for self-defense options, practicing with it is going to be important. After getting good training, developing and working on those skills should be done. The skills are perishable, and you should schedule periodic trips to the range. At a minimum, I, I recommend going to the range at least once a month. Uh, you know, Granted, I understand things get in the way, and it's not easy with today's demands, but this is the goal you should try to meet. Uh, you don't have to go uh, for an all-day range session, but shooting one box of ammo during a quality practice session will do the trick. Um, all right, and you have to go to the range to do that. You can practice, you know, you can practice visualization and mindset and dry firing and so many other things off the range, but there's certain things on the range. So let's talk about the three rules that Alec Baldwin uh, broke, which mm. are very important. 
Uh, always keep the gun pointed in a safe direction. Keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to shoot. And always keep the gun unloaded until ready to use. And then, obviously, the fourth one is know your backstop and what is beyond, right? He broke them all. Yep. All right. I'm not going to go over the entire list of range rules and regulations in infinite detail. I just want to share some of my almost 40 years experience in public and private ranges. Remember, all ranges have different rules and regulations, and all ranges have a different vibe towards newbies. When you arrive at a range, introduce yourself to the range safety officer and let him or her know that this is your first visit to their range. The RSO will tell you what you need to know before you set up your gear. Make sure you read the rules, regulations, and what ammo is allowed or not. It is always better to ask than assume. Nothing, when I was RSOing back in the day, nothing makes me feel better than when a newbie says, listen, this is my first time here. Yeah, Can you help yeah, me out? Absolutely. I, I, now I know that's a person that I don't have to really worry about because right. they're asking for help. Yep. They're not just going to come in hot and assume and be like a bully. This is going to be, this opens up great dialogue. All of you should do that. And listen, if you're a seasoned shooter and you go to a new range, to do the same thing. Every range, like I said, has a different vibe, and especially towards newbies. Remember now, that are, these RSOs that are working in range, they, they rely on facial recognition. Oh, here comes Sandy. He comes every Tuesday at 2 o'clock. Sandy, port 6, have fun. They lower their guard on you because they know that you're squared away, your case goes in, you unload everything safely, you shoot, you pack up, and you leave, right? Right. When a new person comes in, they're not looking at you because they want to fight. Right. They're looking at you because they're concerned. They're looking for your mannerisms. They're looking the way you're handling your firearm and stuff to see if you need to be babysat, left alone, or something in the middle. All right? So concerning the range rules and policies of a particular facility, you can always go online and see if they have them posted. If you do, then you have a chance to review them in advance, saving some time when you get there and allowing you to come prepared with questions. Not all facilities will have this online for a multitude of reasons, but some do. We have our safety rules online, and we give you a copy when you sign the waiver, and then we have them posted in every port. I have seen people thrown out of ranges for intentionally shooting the target post of the metal clips holding the target. Yeah. Don't be that person. Yeah. Learn the rules, follow the rules, get to know the staff, and be receptive to learning and taking input from the employees. Learn their names. That goes a long way. And remember to <clears throat> thank them after you clean up and before you leave. If you follow my advice, you will find yourself in the in crowd more often than not. Sometimes there's douches you just can't get through. Yeah, right. All right? That's true. Uh, there is a lot of knowledge in a gun store and range, and if you show a willingness to learn, there are many who are ready to teach. Yeah. Always remember, when in the range port, keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to discharge the firearm. Always point the firearm down range and never turn around with the firearm in your hands. You should always be aware of your surroundings while at a range, and in particular, there are the new, inexperienced shooters that you have to focus on as well as the experienced shooters that know it all. The latter tend to be have the most safety issues at the range. In my experience, the know-it-all ex experienced shooters break more safety rules than the newbies. The newbies yeah, are afraid. Yeah. yeah, you're right. And they're hypervigilant. Yeah. And it's the it's the old-time shooters. I was shooting before you were born. That's the guy that scares the shit yeah, out of me. Exactly right. Okay. He's been I don't hear that much anymore. For Forty years. Yeah, because those guys are all 110 now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> when I first started shooting, I used to hear that all the time. Yeah. But listen, ask, be objective. Don't come in like a douche. 
Okay, I'm serious. It's so important. Now you can go to some ranges where the RSOs they are douches. A lot of ranges have a paramilitary vibe. Yeah, and yeah. there's people listening yeah. to this right now going, "I know exactly what you're yeah, talking about." Absolutely. Right? They have that paramilitary yep. vibe. The testosterone is flying. The gun knowledge is flying. It's carrying a sidearm. Exactly. <clears throat> you know, and clicking it in and out of yeah, the holster yeah, while yeah, they're yeah. talking to you. Yeah. Uh, that's don't be that pray place, but you know, give them the benefit of doubt. If it doesn't feel right, then then find another place. You know, obviously the bathroom should be clean, the range should be clean. It shouldn't smell like any particulates. You shouldn't <laughs> be blowing your nose and black uh, is coming out of your nostrils like back in the day when I shot at many of the the hole in the wall type <laughs> yeah, places. Yeah, you know, exactly. many of them all over the state of New Jersey and oh, other yeah. states, but yeah. But the vibe is important. And again, you're going to learn. You're going to say, okay, that guy over there, I made a joke and it fell flat. But that guy over there seemed nice. And, you know, people love to, a lot of RSOs are doing it because they love to teach. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you'd be surprised. Most of the people, they're not doing it, like, for the money, you per se. They're doing it because they really love to teach. And RSOs are always willing to help. Uh, some of them, when you don't ask for it, but like I have the best team. All, a bunch of my RSOs came in today just to shoot. Like, and I was I, I posted a video. I said, "Remember, Caddy Shack has Caddy Day at the golf yeah, at the country yeah, club." Yeah, right. Today was like RSO Day, so I just jumped in range four, the members' range, and I shot a video with a bunch of them. You know, I had I had fun with them, but I have a great team, male, female, and uh, they love teaching and tons and tons of five star reviews. And you know, we don't let them take tips, and the reason we don't let them take tips is. A, the tip should come directly to me, and I should get 80% skim right off right, the top. Right, of course, which is important. But we don't. The reason we don't take tips, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is so, Sandy, you come in every Tuesday to shoot, and I have five RSOs on a Tuesday night, and uh, you tip one of the RSOs 20 bucks because he helped you out, right? Mm. Or he helped the woman you brought in. He gave you a little relief because she won't listen to you, but she'll listen to him. Well, now, every Tuesday when you come in, that RSO is going to be watching you only. Because it's going to be waiting for a tip. Yeah, right. So it kind of starts to make the ranges unsafe because we're showing favoritism. Mm -hmm. You want to give an RSO a tip? Get his name, write a five-star review. Now I have people, you want to give an RSO a tip? Send us something. Saturdays and Sundays, I buy lunch for my entire staff. Good lunches. Everything different every Saturday and Sunday. Once in a while, pizza. Once in a while, sandwiches. But mostly good stuff from quarantine crawl businesses, yeah. right? We have a lot of members and supporters where they'll say, what are you guys doing? I'm like, well, we're having pizza on Saturday. All right, can I go to Palazzone and send a couple of trays of dessert? Can I, you're more than welcome to do that, especially with the holidays coming. And listen, for you newbies out there, if you go to a range and you have a really good time and they're really good, post a five-star review for that yeah. range. The next time you come in, you'll be rock star status. Because if their range is like mine, I go out and tell my employees, Derek, you got a five-star review. Chris, you got a five-star review. Some guy named Sandy gave you, oh, yeah, that guy came in yesterday. I helped him and his wife, blah, blah, blah. You know, the next time you come in, you're a rock star. Right. And that's what you want. You want that objectivity. You want that openness and that communication. You don't want to go into a place where there's tension. Right. Especially when you're shooting guns. For me, it's relaxation. I don't want to deal and with any drama. And we've been to many of those places. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, a lot of ranges yeah. still don't realize women can wear shoes, right. have driver's licenses, they right. can vote, right. and they're even allowed to work now. And even some women are allowed to manage their own money. Can you believe it? And a, and a bathroom is not an empty spackle bucket. Oh, my bathrooms are spotless, and I get more five-star reviews from my bathrooms, baby. Let me tell you something. I am so proud of that, that my bathrooms are spotless. And uh, all of you should strive for the same thing. 
all of us should strive for the right. same thing. I'm it should telling be, you, you know, right it now. Should, again, but you taking you're taking a family approach to it where many and you learned from all the visits of all the places that we've been to and you've been to all over the country that you look at it and go, "Oh my god." <laughs> the good, the bad, the ugly, and yeah. disgusting. I'll never forget that one range in Florida. The bathroom was disgusting, and the sink had broken away from the wall. Oh, I know the and wiping, yeah. Remember, and, they, and the sheetrock got all wet and mushy, and they just kept adding silicone caulking, yeah, yeah. and it was about 40 pounds of it above the sink, and it had all had gotten dirty, and the sink shook. You went, you turned in <laughs> Oh, my God. And the bathroom was disgusting, and it was overflowing. The garbage can. Yeah. Yeah, I can't do it. No. I can't do it. I, I, I really I can't even think about that. But yes, uh, please support those who support you. Uh, come down to our range now. You know, we have 15 ports members only 10 ports overflow 13 port rental range and the 50 yard range is members only and the 15 port range is members only and we have absolutely been killing it. Tony Urena, my director of training tons of classes. We're doing the long range shoot again. Nice. Uh, yes, we're doing it up at um, Tommy Gun in Pennsylvania, which is uh, really cool. And, you know, we have handcuff, baton, and mace. We have tactical pen, tactical knife is coming soon, and a, a shitload of more classes. All of our urban classes are scheduled out for the entire year of 2022. Why would you go anywhere else? Support those who support you. I'm one of the dummies that is fighting for our rights and sticking my neck out. So, Sandy, yeah. tell us about VHS, please. Well, I want to thank Powell P. for his $150 donation this week. Thank you so much, Powell. He writes, a little something for a great cause. And then he gives a challenge to all of you when he says, let's keep on supporting these great people. Thank you again, Powell, for your words of encouragement and your generous donation. You too can join Powell by remembering our vets with a contribution it doesn't have to be 150 bucks it can be five bucks ten bucks anything you got government funding for these folks be it from the federal government or the state of new jersey has all but dried up for these vets and their amazing family caregivers who are having to go it alone or simply just go without many of these brave men and women have served in korea and vietnam and have already had their country turn their backs on them twice please Let's not let it happen again on our watch. We are partnering with the Visiting Health Service of Ocean County to provide those in need with care at no out-of-pocket cost to them. But it takes about 100 bucks a day to provide even the most basic of care. So please, join with us and open your hearts to a brother and sister in need. VHS of Ocean County is a 501c3 community-based voluntary charitable organization, so I assure you that every single penny of your tax-deductible gift will go directly to care. And I'm calling on all my fellow vets around the nation, especially those who are members of organizations like the American Legion, the VFW, Disabled Vets, to organize a local fund drive to help out our brothers and sisters in arms. Please. Take up a collection and mail your checks directly to Veteran Care Fund, care of VHS, Victor Hotel Sierra of Ocean County, P.O. Box 5292, Toms River, New Jersey, 08754, 
or you can just make your own contribution through the GoFundMe, gofundme.com. Search for VHS of Ocean County. And with that, the clock on the wall does say it all. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun For Hire Radio. Gun For Hire Radio is a Celtic media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gun For Hire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. Love ya. See you next week. From sea to the shine.